Last time on Universe RJ. It's pretty good. They use time travel good. They do weird, weird time, time travel, travel bullshit. bullshit. Let's go with the weird time travel bullshit. Um, but uh. Greetings, humans. You are now listening to the universe according to Rex and Jonas. Welcome to the Universal Court of Rex and Jonas. I am Rex the Black. And I am Jonas the Brown. Um, anyways, before we continue on, I'm just going to add in that excerpt that we were just talking about on anime right here. Just saw a sick tweet, though. It says, me running away from men whose favorite anime is Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> <laughs> you know There's what? so many men. That have that. There's so many men who are basic as fuck and don't know anime. Not that there's anything wrong with Dragon Ball Z, but no, there's not. It shouldn't be your favorite. I'm just gonna keep it. No, I'm gonna keep it real with you right fucking now. I grew up on Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball Z, GT. I watched a little mm-hmm. bit of Super. I loved it as a kid. I could not watch this shit now because I am a man and I have <laughs> taste and I am cultured. All right. So if you watch Dragon Ball Z and that is your absolute downright favorite anime of all time, I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. I don't. I'm just. I'm just going to be honest. You haven't seen that much anime. Your surface level. You need to get some depth. All right. Dragon Ball Z is one of the more shallow animes out there. There's no. There's not much character development. And when it had moments of character development, what did they do? They kneecapped themselves and were like, look at Goku! It's Goku, guys! Goku! There are better anime out there, alright? If people people who say things like, Dragon Ball Z is my favorite, even sometimes when people are like, but I like Naruto, Naruto is my favorite, I'm just like, oh, guys. Now, what if someone was just like, I'm all about Yu Yu Hakusho? I'm like, hold up. That's a good ass anime right there, baby. That's a good ass anime. <laughs> That's a good ass anime right there. I can't fault you on that one because that was good. All right, that was a good anime. Yes. So that was our. That's our ideal. That's our. That is our. Uh, vision about Dragon Ball Z and anime. Yes. Yes. Yes, it is. Anyways, guys, welcome, <laughs> welcome back, guys. We're back. We're back. You're back. We're Thanks back. for joining us. I- a dinosaur story. Ah, <laughs> that's a good movie. <laughs> that's a good ass fucking movie. God damn it, yeah. That's that movie is the only movie where a bad guy is eaten by crows to the bone. It's lit. Uh, but guys, today we we literally just did us into the spoiler verse for Umbrella Academy. Wait, we, that was the last episode. Yeah, but we're doing it again. Fuck it. Yeah, fuck it. Fuck it. We don't make the rules. Uh, actually, we do make the rules because this is our universe. Yeah, we make the fucking rules. <laughs> Welcome to another Into the Spoiler-verse. And this week, we are talking Captain Marvel. 
Captain Motherfucking Marvel. Which came out on, uh, was it March 9th? 8th? 10th? Yes. March 9th. <laughs> Uh, let me check the date. It came out March 8th. 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 March 8th. It came out March 8th, which is International Women's Day. Perfect day to come out. What a weird coincidence that Captain Marvel, the first female-led Marvel movie, came out on International Women's Day. How coincidental. How coincidental. But before we continue on, we do have an email again. Oh, we do? Yeah. Nice. From Big Boy Snacks. Big Boy Snacks. From last week. Back. Another email. Another email. Another email, Big Boy Snacks. He said, what's poppin'? Honestly, it's Snacks again, and I just wanted to say the Umbrella Academy was a good, uh, was a good about the heroes and not just focused on their powers. And I do hope the show gets a second season. And I agree with y'all about number five playing uh, uh, playing as a young Bruce Wayne. That shit would be nice. And however, how about number three? Allison fan casted as Starfire. Hmm. hmm. But anyways, love you guys and see you next week. Actually, her skin is literally golden. Yeah. Who are we talking about? Number three, or are we talking Allison. about? Okay. Yeah, Allison number three. Yeah. What do you think about the current one? The girl that's currently playing. Good. Star. You think she's good? I think she. I think she's good. I like. I think I watched the first episode of Titans. She's good. I haven't. I haven't watched it yet. But I, I think I, I think I will do it. I feel like all of DC shows are just like I, I haven't watched Doom Patrol. I need to get on that, but like I've seen clips of it and it just looks unappealing. It does. There's a bunch of clips on YouTube and they just feel yeah. um, low budget. If there was only a word, uh, I would I would assume. Let's say like a good superhero TV show. Let's take like what's a good superhero TV show? Uh, Supergirl. I've never seen Supergirl. I've Arrow. Have you seen Arrow? Never. No. Flash. Like the last superhero TV show I watched was Black Lightning. Okay. Well, let's say Black Lightning. I would assume with all their visual effects, their actors, all that, um, it's it's gonna cost a million an episode. Probably. I would say a, a million episode. I feel like Doom Patrol has was like seven hundred thousand to make. I feel no, like probably. it's a. It feels like a YouTube series. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. what it feels like. It's got that DIY YouTube vibe. Yeah, and it's real like robot. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I like. I know some people work really hard on yeah. like. The props and the costume, but Robot Man looks like shit. It does. Um, it looks bad. No offense to like, like we're saying, no offense to the costume designers or anything. You have to do what you what you're given. You work with what you got. Yeah. Robot Man just doesn't look great. It could look better. Elastic Woman CG looks really. Um, yeah. It's just not great. But Cyborg just looks like they literally just velcroed parts to him. That. Uh, that's what it looks uh, like to me. I rather have I rather them have gone with like the the Smallville route. Yes. No, he's just he looked human. He just yeah. happens to be cyborg. Yeah. He doesn't have to have the like he face doesn't. stuff, but you know. you're this 
your your idea of a character is up is open to your interpretation and they did a great job on smallville recipes jet jackson i forgot his real name <laughs> that's horrible i can't yeah i can't remember either he was cool though. he was cool um but anyways we're not here to talk about doom patrol we're here, not <clears throat> we're here to talk captain marvel captain marvel guys a great movie good movie good movie um, movies reviews on the internet have been sabotaged yeah or by men (laughs) men's rights activists were really upset about this movie but uh it's still a good film it is have you seen that um that guy that got upset about the ant-man and the wasp poster no because he was like why is the wasp in front and stuff like that he's like just it's just these uh Social justice warriors keeping every all the all the men in the back and all the women come in front. I'm like, I it just works better that way. I think she was in the front because like wasn't she off to the left? But no, she was off to the right and in the front, right? Yeah. And he was in the back to the right. No, so no, no, no. Like, she's on the left in the front. She's on the left in the front. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was going to be like Ant-Man was going to be above his head and the Wasp was going to be above hers. Yeah. And she just happened to be in the front. But like, who does? Who why cares? the fuck? Who gives a shit? If anything, Women can be in the fucking front. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Also, like, she's the new character. Put her in the front. We know what Ant-Man looks like. We don't give a fuck about Scott Lang. We know who that motherfucker is. Put Wasp in there. Put her in the front. That'd be like, oh, it's uh, uh, Captain Marvel, and then fucking Samuel Jackson's in the front. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Why? What if Samuel L. Jackson was behind Captain Marvel, and all the men were like, "What the fuck? Why is Why is he behind her? She's he's black. Like, okay, that doesn't make this any sense. This is racist as fuck. Black History Month just ended. What the fuck? Dude? What the fuck? By the way, did you have a good Black History Month? No, that's terrible. <laughs> okay. Well, let's get let's get you some reparations then. Oh man, we're just gonna carry I was gonna say we're just gonna carry over into this month, but this is women's history month. So we can we can wait until like April. I will say this for International Women's uh month. I uh day. Sorry. But it should be a whole month. Um I did it is, it is a whole month. March is women's history month. Is it? Okay, well yeah. there we go. Um my uh my niece I wanna give a shout out to my niece, Devin. Because she took the initiative, because we we were watching this show about these Asian Americans like standing in one line. They would ask them one question, and then they would move to a different line depending if they agree or disagree with a statement. And mm-hmm. one of the statements was uh, Asians are are treated better than other minorities, like black people and all that stuff. And I was like, I kind of I kind of agree because black people they get pulled over more. They they have to deal. They they are more scared of cops and all that than I than I would be. But then my niece, my niece Devin was just like, I I don't think so. I think like you know black you know black people have like great uh they have like a whole heritage month for them uh that we we celebrate in our school, but they don't celebrate that uh they don't celebrate any Asian heritage month at our school. And that's why I took the initiative and me and some of my classmates got together and we talked to the dean and we're having an Asian Heritage Month this this semester. And I was like, that's great. That's good. Taking taking time, like taking the initiative to do it. I'm like, is it? No, there's an Asian Pacific American. 
but not one celebrated no. like it's school because you know they're like Black History Month. They do, you know, they do talk about that at school. Yeah, and they but they they feel like they have to yeah. because well they do they have do to. they do have to they definitely have to but like they don't really celebrate women's history they don't either so we, yeah like which is strange because it's definitely women's history month now no. and there's a lot of influential women all over the world making waves like it should be I feel like schools need to correct their curriculum mm-hmm. and they like. It's not just women's history, man. It's it's human history. You know, it's black history. It's all of this. It's all of this. Like, why don't you just teach it like normal? Yeah. And then, like, we wouldn't have to ask these questions. Like, where's the Asian Heritage Month? Whereas I know, I can't remember when Hispanic Heritage Month is. I think it's like April mm-hmm. or May. I can't remember. I just know this because Disney Channel used to have them all the time. Oh, okay. But... They don't celebrate in school. Why not? I don't know. They should. Because Asian people have a very long and storied history in this country. Like, they were mistreated yeah. too. Filipinos were actually one of the yeah. first Asian, Asians to be brought to America by Spaniards a um, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. Makes, Makes sense. sense. Um, anyways. Spaniards and British people fucking dicks. Yeah. Whites. <laughs> In general, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um. Anyways, oh, there's they're not here to defend themselves. They anyway, are. uh, we're gonna talk about Captain Marvel, this movie starring a white it woman, is. <laughs> but like a good white woman. Yeah, she's chill. She's not chill. Uh, for uh, let, I, uh, let's start off with the beginning and say great tribute to Stanley in the beginning of this film with the Marvel sign. Like if I had a soul, I would have cried. I I cheered up a bit. I cheered up a bit, and I was like, Kevin Smith uh, just posted that he like he cried too because they did a great mention towards Kevin Smith in this movie. Did you see that? What with the mall rats? Yeah, thing? They, yeah. they didn't tell him about it apparently. Oh well, shit! Yeah. I thought he, I thought they had to clear that kind. Of, well, it is a script. Yeah. It's not like they showed a clip from the yeah. movie, so. They're just like, oh, Stan's studying for Mallrats. What if they had de-aged him just like they did Samuel Jackson? Oh, that would have been amazing. I'm like, yo, it's younger Stan Lee. Not young Stan Lee. Just younger. (laughs) Because even back then, he kind of looked old. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, in the beginning, we uh, meet a character who goes by the name of Verse. Um, She is a Kree warrior. Mm -hmm. On the planet Hala. Hala. On the planet Hala, she's got, uh, like, she's having bad dreams. I don't know if it's, like, expressly stated that she has, like, PTSD, but it seems a little bit like yeah. PTSD, and it keeps her up at night. So she goes to her mentor, uh, what's his name? Yon Rog. Yon Rog. Jude Law's character. Jude By Law's the way, we, this home. whole time, we all thought it was, kept, it, we thought it was Marvell. Yeah, I thought he, I thought he was Marvel. Well, we'll get to that. Um, but his uh, young Rog, he's her mentor. He's uh, teaching her how to control her powers, which she has not done yet. Um, and she's like, "Yo, let's have a sparring session. Can't sleep. Let's go do this." Um, and we pretty much get introduced to uh, him and his team from there, which are 
all Marvel characters, I think, in some capacity, like their names are like Atlas and Minerva and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. yeah, they're all um, Marvel characters. Minerva is like yeah. a big one too. She wears a, she wears like one of the original Captain uh, Marvel, Miss um, Marvel outfits, like the, the oh, yeah. red with the black scarf or whatever, the, or the red scarf. Yeah, Doctor, is it Doctor Minerva? Is who she's based off of? Just looked it up. She okay. is Doctor Minerva. Um. But yeah, uh, we meet their team. They're going to go and uh, look for a, a, a like an informant, yeah. an informant for their people. It's basically explained that uh, the Kree are this mighty noble warrior race who are like, you know, trying to keep claim over their home territory or something, and the scroll are these evil shape-shifting monster people who are trying to slowly take over their universe. And um, basically they had an informant on one of their outpost planets. They have to go and get this person because they believe that he has been compromised. And so they head out there to find him and they basically run into an ambush. Hmm. Yeah. And uh, Which I thought was like, like seeing all those scrolls and all that, I was like, "Why is this so cool?" Just to look at. Yeah, like I thought it was really cool, just because it's like it's finally, like I'm gonna keep it real. As much as as much as happened in the Marvel universe over the past ten years, these movies have been out. It's always seemed a little more closed off than it should have. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time outside of Guardians that we've seen anything from like other races like deep space yeah this feels like deep space shit like it's about a war going on between two different races and you learn about who the kree are who the scroll are because you'd never hear mention of them really outside of anything else you just know that the guardians of the galaxy are off dancing and doing shit Mm -hmm. and um now you're seeing oh wait there's like intergalactic struggles going on um, outside of the gold people from Guardians, I can't remember what they were, their names were. Um, names escapes me. But it feels like that the universe is trying to expand in another direction instead of the way that it was going before, which I appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the design of the scrolls was really good. They looked. They good really did. To me. I, you know what? I felt like the actors needed a little more. T- well, maybe they were meant to talk like that because uh-huh. it felt like they weren't used to talking with the teeth. There. Yeah. But what I liked about it probably- was that there was every, every scroll looked really different. Like it, they were. Yeah. Like it, it wasn't like it looked like someone's face with just makeup on it. It looked like an alien. Like every everything yeah. was like very very different looking everyone was very different looking because because i think they're more lizard than human. yeah no not human but ape like humans are a bit like they're part of the primate they're more lizard in how they look and they're shapeshifters so mm-hmm. you know but um all of their designs like were individually unique in some way like their chins were a little different their ears were a little different some were shorter in stature and had really goofy looking faces yeah and um the one that like yeah. uh was like looking like tapping her on the head kind of looked like the one of the original scrolls from the comic books yeah like the yeah like the old 
the old, old DC, not DC, fucking asshole. The old, like, Fantastic Four yeah. scrolls. Little Green Men, pretty much. And, um, basically, when they get to this planet, they get ambushed, and everybody gets separated, and Verz gets captured. Mm-hmm. And, uh, when she wakes up, she's, like, well, she doesn't wake up, she's inside of her mind, and she's, like, seeing all of these memories that she doesn't understand because she has amnesia. She doesn't know who she is, really. She just knows that her name is Verz, and that she just woke up one day and was being taken in by, um, Grog? Rog? Norrog? Jan Rog. Jan Rog, that fucker. Um, Jan Rog. And being trained. And she's seeing all these things that she's unfamiliar with. And she keeps seeing this face of this woman who she doesn't know. And she knows that this woman is important to her because when she talks to the Supreme Intelligence, the Supreme Intelligence takes this woman's form. And the Supreme Intelligence only takes the form of people who are influential or inspirational to you in your life somehow. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can hear these noise, like these voices in the background, like, focus on this. Blah, 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 and you realize that she's been captured by the scrolls and they are probing her brain for information. Mm-hmm. Um but as soon as she wakes up, she uh breaks out and she just starts beating the shit out of everybody. It was it was so good too because there's like a moment it was, it was like mixed in with like her own charisma, charismatic like fighting and talking at the same time. Yeah. And, like, my favorite part was when, like, the squirrel comes up and screams at her, and she's like, <laughs> back at it. And I was like, okay, yeah. she's got a personality. It's, it's kind of like, like a low, like a lower version of Deadpool. A little bit lower. She doesn't talk to the camera. Yeah. There's no third wall breaking. But there's, like, a lot of, like, a say, lot of quips going on. I wouldn't say Deadpool. I think she's, like, a calm-down Star-Lord. Yes. That's what I, yeah, that's a better way to put it. Because when you're in space and you're human, you gotta, you gotta have a little bit of you humor. Gotta, you know what I'm saying? You gotta have a personality and make people laugh when you talk, or annoy them. Mm-hmm. Um, but she ends up fighting these, uh, this horde of scrolls using her powers, um, which are like energy blasts that come out of her hands, pretty much. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's able to break free, and she ends up blowing a hole in the ship. And having to escape, she gets in an escape pod, but her pod gets fucked up, and she ends up crash landing on uh, C-35, is that the yeah, name of the planet? Yeah, C-35. C-35, a.k.a. Earth. Just lands on Earth, which is like the shithole galaxy that every, or not, shithole planet. Everybody's just like, eh, we don't like going down yeah. there. Crashes into a blockbuster, so you know that this show's in the past. Yeah. They were like, "You gonna know that this is not a this is not a movie of this." And if time. you don't know, this just by the blockbuster, they will remind you over and over, over and over and over again. Because they're like, "Oh, uh, what she say? She was like, where is your place for communication devices?'" And he points a radio shack. She when she's talking to security, and this is just a radio shack. And I was like, "Dude!" And then like shit, internet connection, you had to redial and shit. Alta Vista, oh. they were using Alta Vista, and I was like, "Jesus Christ!" Holy shit! I was like, "This movie can't get more '90s than this." Yeah. But like, as she's calling for help, uh, she gets confronted by two men. Mm-hmm. One of them is a young agent Coulson with a hairline, which was interesting. 
Because that's all they really did to make him look cute. Yeah. Well, they <laughs> they're like give him a hairline, get rid of some. There nipples. was a, yeah, there was a there's a a shot of him where he just looked like he had he was caked up. Oh yeah. yeah he looked really caked up. I was like, okay, just <laughs> just put so much massive like a massive amount of make- makeup on him. Damn. Okay. <laughs> did you not see that in the stairwell? I didn't. I d- oh yeah. 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 He looked. He looked. Like, he went to a Sephora they, and just tripped on everything. They were like, this de-aging technology is only going to be used on one person <laughs> in this movie. It's not you, buddy. Yeah. Sit in the chair. We about to beat that face. <laughs> um, And then you, we also meet a young uh, Nicholas Joseph Fury. Yeah. Is it Joseph? Yeah. Nicholas Joseph Fury, or Fury, as he just likes to be called. Um, oh, and he he also makes you know, like I always like being called Fury. That's what everyone refers to me as, and that's like it may- What is that? What do you call that? That's um, uh, when something when they're putting something, a clue so that you know. Oh, like a foreshadowing. foreshadowing that's the word. Yeah. Um. Uh, they foreshadow a lot in this movie because it's in the past. Um, but um. Yeah, Fury's in the movie. He's noticeably younger because um, they use that good technology that they used on uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. in that one movie. I, uh, Civil War. And, yeah. So uh, he confronts her. They're talking to each other, and she's trying to explain to him, yo, like... Uh, There's aliens. Shape-shifting aliens. Bro. They're aliens. They're aliens. They're everywhere. And these aliens are walking around as surfer people. <laughs> and I like how they try to establish that, like, these aliens are a threat. Mm-hmm. And I'm doing air quotes while I say they like, they're a threat. Yeah. Because as soon as they show up and they take the form of the, like, surfers, like, two of them take this form of the same surfer. Yeah. And they're like, no, you cannot do that. It's I have this skin first. taken. And, like, I I didn't even think, like, okay. Dude, are we just going to talk straight about the movie, like, from point to point? To point? We'll, we, we'll get to Okay, well, uh, I'll, I'll just save my, my stuff for later. But, uh, yeah, we get we get a, they, they do seem very threatening when one of the aliens just comes out of nowhere and just starts shooting at them. Yeah. And they kind of, don't they want... They they established later that they want her alive. They want Verge alive. Yeah. So I don't know why he's shooting at her. I don't know. Maybe they were trying to get rid of the humans. Maybe. They might have been. They might have thought that she. Well. They might have thought that the humans were trying to take her, and they were like, "Well, we got to kill the humans to get her. So Maybe. let's take them out." And then like she comes after them, and they fucking book yeah. it. So, like, a whole chase scene ensues where she's chasing them. They end up on a train. They uh, see Stan Lee reading a script for Mallrats. Mallrats. <sighs> Great movie. I think that was his first weird, cameo. Weird movie. Probably. In a movie, in a movie so. it was his first cameo. Um, I will say this. Uh, the, you know how, like, uh, we were talking about, like, how Carol, like, has these very good quips sometimes and she just like she can like blast off these these like talkbacks really well she can snap back really well like when when uh 
Fury comes up to her for the first time and he goes, oh, there seemed, there's some lady that crashed through this this building. I don't know. Have you seen her? And she just like goes, nope. Okay, see you later. And like walks off, like tries to walk off. And it feels like she's never left Earth. <laughs> That's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. It does feel like that. It feels like she's right at home. And I, when you think about it and you think about everyone she was around early in the movie, all of them for the most part, had a very strangely serious tone. Yeah. Despite them also making weird little quips, like when uh, Blood Diamond. Oh, Dijon, or what's his name in the movie? Yeah. Karoth, Dijon, Karoth the... Karoth. Something. Karoth the something. Um, when he's like talking about how handsome he is, and they're like, yes. Yes, you are handsome. Straight faced. Straight faced. Even like, and she's just like uh, weird. Even the one that, <laughs> even the one that seems like he would be able to joke around, which was Atlas, is just like mm. serious. They're all very serious. She is the weirdo of their group because she likes to antagonize Norv, whatever the fuck his Yon name Rock. is. Yon Rock. Never remember. Yon <laughs> Rock. Says. She likes to antagonize him, and she trolls him a yeah. lot. But she she admires him. And which is why she does it but um yeah like during the chase there's just like chaos ensues they're on a train one of the scrolls takes form of an old woman and you just see her beating the shit out of an old lady mm-hmm. and you see people uh have the natural reaction which is yo stop beating up this old lady what are you <laughs> yeah. doing but do they not notice that this old lady is like very acrobatic and also holding she's her own? Doing, she's over here spinning on poles and drop kicking people, and they're like, "We gotta help this weirdly athletic and strong old woman before this lady in a scuba suit beats her to death." And it's just, it's just they do a lot of really funny visual gags where, especially when like the scroll goes into another car and he transforms into a guy and he keeps going and she chases after him and you see the guy he transformed into behind her looking like, what the fuck? And it's just, it's 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 really good visual humor in my opinion. And it really gives you the feeling of like alien on Earth and no one, because this is like pre-attack uh, on New yeah. York. So like people aren't used to this shit. Yeah. So seeing, like, as soon as she gets off the train and she loses the scroll, you just see people staring her down. Yeah. Because this is not an everyday thing. This is like, what the fuck is she wearing? What the fuck is going yeah. on? And uh, during this entire incident, uh, Fury and Coulson are in a car together chasing after the train. But uh, we come to find out that uh, Coulson isn't actually Coulson and is a scroll. Because yeah. uh, Fury hears Coulson on the radio saying, hey, where did everybody go? I was left behind here. And they get into a Donnie Brook in the car yeah. where Fury steers the car into oncoming truck and kills the scroll. Yeah. And he miraculously lives, but he has a scar he has he's bleeding over his yeah. eye. And initially I was like, Oh shit, is this how he loses his eye? But no, he's completely fucking fine. Yeah. And I was like, Okay. I it's it was it's weird because like the whole time you're just looking for like, oh, is this how he does with his eye? Is this what's wrong with his eye? And it's, like they are they are literally edging us the entire yeah. fucking movie. They're just like, oh yeah, we're gonna show you how he loses that 
fucking ah, you like that? And I'm like, yeah, give me that lore. <laughs> oh, yeah. The the actual way is is not as exciting as it, you would hope it would be. I thought it was kind of. Funny. It was funny, but um. <laughs> anyways, uh. So um, Fury takes the takes the alien back to Shield headquarters. Um, Shield is a fully established company now. Not company. Uh, go- agency. government agency. Uh, yeah. to the point where he can enter other labs and stuff with with you know his fingerprints and stuff like that. Uh, mm-hmm. but uh, he takes he takes this uh alien back to Shield where he, they're having an autopsy, and his he's talking to his boss about this woman, and we find out the boss is uh the leader of the scrolls whose name is is it talos talos yeah talos, talos. Uh, the, i remember his name because i like the him. guy who plays talos he's always playing like a bad guy dick kind of person and yeah. then he played it in uh rogue rogue uh rogue one uh what else was he in he played it in uh it's, uh, Ready Player One, Dark Knight Rises. Mm. Dude, Dark Knight Rises. He played Daggett. Daggett. Yeah. I don't remember Dark Knight Rises like that, then, man. Cause shit, I don't remember him being there. I just feel like he played um, a dick. I feel like Daggett was a dick. I'm going back through his older stuff and seeing what he's done that I might know, but he just has that face. Was... He just has a face that you want to punch. He's got the face of a villain. Yeah. But he seems like a really smiley guy yeah. in all the pictures I see of him. Especially in this movie. Um, Place Beyond the Pines. I've seen that. I don't remember him being in that. Got Exodus, Gods and Kings. Never saw that. He was in Rogue One. Darkest Hour. Ready Put Density. Ready Player One. The Land of Steady Habits. Robin Hood. He was in Robin Hood. Yeah, he, he was the bad guy in Robin Hood. Shit. God, he's been in so much shit. I can't remember him being in anything, though. Well, now you will. Fuck. Because he made an impression uh, impression on you in this movie. Yeah, he did. I was like, this guy's good. Yeah, he's a, I he's like good. it. Uh, his name is Ben Mendels, uh, Mendelsohn. Ben Mendelsohn is who plays Talos. Uh, but and um, there is a there was a nice. I was supposed to be a funny moment. I thought it was I thought it was weird where. Uh, him and Nick Fury look under the blanket to see the genitalia of the scroll, and like look at each other like, mm, "Not bad." Yeah, yeah. scrolls be packing. Scrolls be packing. <laughs> but Nick Fury was oh, like, "Not as big as mine." Wait till y'all see my autopsy. Woo-hoo-hoo! I I. How, what was this movie rated? PG thirteen. I wanted him to say motherfucker. Motherfucker! Because he got beat up a lot. Like, they could have said it like one, one time, time, but they, they didn't do it, unfortunately. They didn't even do it in uh, in Avengers uh, Infinity War. Infinity War? They, cut him, they yeah. cut him off, and I was like, god damn it. Give Samuel his motherfucker in this video movie. Ah, just give it. Um, <laughs> give it to us, please. We need it. It's like it. It has to be done. Um, but Nick Fury ends up finding uh Carol, uh, because he finds a lead on, on a motorcycle she stole, 
but then ends up at a place before she gets there. How he knew how to get there. How he got there before her. We don't don't know. He's shield. shield. Uh, And they play this game where they try to figure out if they're a scroll or not. And they just like tell each other their secrets. Really obscure, exposed secrets like Fury can't eat toast unless it's cut horizontally? Diagonally, Diagonally. Diagonally. It was very strange. <laughs> yeah, but she didn't really need that. She said. She just liked to. She likes to troll people. And then know? she was. He was like, "How do I know that you're not a scroll?" Blasts a jukebox with a photon blaster. He's. And I'm sitting there like, "How is that prove yeah. he's not a scroll?" And he literally goes, "How does that prove you ain't a scroll?" And in the cutest way, like, she just goes, "Scrolls can't do that." Like, how do I know that? I don't know anything about scrolls. <laughs> I'm just learning about these shape-shifting aliens two hours ago, maybe. I don't know shit about but scrolls. But he accepts it. He's like, fine, whatever, let's go. So they, they go to Pegasus, which is the lab where they're trying to find this doctor, Dr. Lawson. Yeah, they figure, they she remembers some uh, information about uh, the memories that she has that she doesn't know where they're from yeah. well the the scrolls doctor, the scrolls like pulled it out of her that they're looking for a dr wendy lawson yeah um and so they go to pegasus where they are going to uh find lawson to find out when they get there she's dead dead as, dead fuck. as fuck but she her died in an ex- experimental claim but her her notes and stuff were all there and then they find out oh she's a kree because her notes are all written She's in Cree. But not only is she a Cree, they also find out that uh, Carol's not Cree. She's from Earth. Yes. Well, didn't she know that at first? Mm-mm. She didn't know it all. Huh. Because, okay, when we get to it, I'll, I'll bring that up. Um, okay. There, so, um, what happens next is... Uh, we find out Nick Fury has been calling back up to come hang out, like come get Carol because he they're finding yeah. all the information that they need. And then he realizes that he uh, that his boss has been taken by a squirrel because they call him Nicholas. Yeah. And they he he double checks because he's not sure yeah. he double checks, though. He's like, yeah, just like that time in Havana. And the boss is like. Yeah, that time in Havana, and Nick's looking like, ain't no fucking thing happened in Havana. We weren't there together. Or, we don't know. We just know that he figured it out. Yeah. And he was like, all right, uh, she's on the sixth floor. I'm going to get off on the fifth. Which is where Carol actually was. Mm -hmm. And he goes to Warner, basically saying, yo, uh, I might have fucked up. The squirrels are here. Let's go. (laughs) Let's get out of here. They get into a fight with some of the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, and Fury pretty much gets his ass beat by Talos. Uh, not seem, seeming to underestimate the strength of a scroll. Yeah, but, I mean, he kind of holds his own for a little bit. Yeah, a little, a little bit. bit. He does. Like, I mean, he's fully tra- He's a fully trained uh, spy. He did much better in the situation than most people would have done against the green alien. How would man. you How would you have reacted? I would have ran screaming. If they punched you just once, you're like, oh my god! Ah! Ah! 
Just all that would have happened. As soon as they punch you, just you scream three times. Just laying on the ground, screaming like that, and they're just like, "Is this is this his defense mechanism? What is happening?" Yeah, and then like they start their ears burst because it's so loud. Sorry, earphone use. Yes. <laughs> I'm so. Which sorry, is gonna be everybody. <laughs> they're gonna be like, "What the fuck, Brian? Shit!" Um. <laughs> so. Carol ends up uh, about to leave, but then she hears Coulson and another person say, hey, we got to we got to take in Fury dead or alive. And so she kind of feels guilty. And it was like, all right, Fury has been doing good by me. Let's I'm going to, you know, get him and help him out. And then she's like, I can't believe you called back up. Well, I'm sorry. I apologize. He also steals a cat. No, they don't steal the cat. The cat stows away on their on their spaceship. Yeah, the cat just comes with them. It wasn't a spaceship. It was an Earth ship. But it was a really fancy future Earth ship that the Pegasus had made and hidden away. And they just kind of stole the ship. Yeah. Um, and it, it, the way it looks, it should not be as maneuverable as it as they made it. Yeah, it's really bulky. So it's a proof. Like, but this is a government secret facility. So they probably have some weird uh, aerodynamic super bulk technology that they use to make it. Um, Do you think they have weird time travel bullshit in there oh my god they had the tesseract of course um spoiler um <laughs> well no they didn't just oh no they didn't just bleep what i, I said didn't. just put a bleep like i cursed um, <laughs> or i could just cut it out <laughs> no just bleep it okay. bleep it that's funny okay. um <laughs> okay um even though they're gonna hear about it later on in this episode um they are fuck it but fuck uh it. We find out, like, the only person that knew um, that Carol went on that mission with Lawson to test that engine where Lawson died um, is mm-hmm. Mary, uh, Mary, or Maria Rambeau. Maria, Ram- Maria Rambeau. Uh, some people who are known, know about the comics may have recognized her last name, mm-hmm. um, you know, because there is another character who shows up later. Um, but um, yeah, it was Maria Rambo and uh, Vers, whose real name is Carol. You said Carol. Yeah. You said her name's Carol. Carol. Right? Yeah, Carol Danvers. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, during they wait, I forgot. We this is where they go see Maria, right? Yeah, this is where they go see Maria. Oh yeah, so they meet up with Maria and her daughter. Who uh, they were basically like family to Carol because Carol never got along with her family, mm-hmm. and uh, her daughter's name is Monica. Monica, Monica Rambo. And I was like, oh, I know who that is, and everybody in the theater was looking at me like, what the yeah, because like, uh, not many people. If you're not familiar with comic books, like if you don't, if you don't read it not religiously, but if you don't read it mostly. Like most of the time, you're not gonna know who Monica Rambo is. Yeah, people don't know that she's the second Captain. Marvel. Yeah, <laughs> and she and I was just like, she also takes up other names, but Captain Marvel is like one of her main aliases. Yeah, because she was. I know she was Photon, Photon, Pulsar. Um, late. I think she's Spectrum now. Is she Spectrum now? Yeah, yeah I think so. But she was like the first, the second person after the original Marvel to take up the Captain Marvel mantle, yeah. and uh, it was just historic because she was a black woman. Yeah, and you didn't see that happen too often. Yep, you don't. But uh, 
Monica Rambeau uh, and her mom, Maria Rambeau, they are, like, tight as fuck with Carol. And Carol does not remember them It It was all. so good to be like, I'm looking for Maria Rambeau. And then the first person you hear is Monica. Be like, Aunt, Auntie Carol. Like, she still talks about Carol. To this day. To this so. day. Six years later. After she disappeared. Uh, this movie takes place in 1995, Yeah. The also, um, they don't age at all. In six years, who? none of them do. Like, like Maria, Maria no. does not look Mar- different. Jonas, I'm gonna explain why Maria doesn't look different to you real quick. <clears throat> Maria doesn't look different in that six years because black don't crack, baby. Okay, what do you have to say about Carol? Carol's Creed. <laughs> Creed, you you stupid. She's- it d de- it makes her age slower. Well, she's not. Well, we'll she you'll she see. also doesn't um, age in the next fifteen years, twenty years. No, it's longer than fifteen. It's twenty something, twenty four years. Twenty four years. Twenty five. Twenty four yeah, plus ninety five. Yeah, it was ninety five. And I think it takes. I think the the end game takes place like a couple years later, after the snap too. Maybe I can't so it's, it's twenty four yeah. plus years. It might. She just looks exactly so, the same. Yes, that Cree influ- fused into her. Yeah. Um, because she's got Cree blood. Yeah. In but um. Yeah, but the only person who really aged was Monica because she, you know, she's a child and it's no. Yeah. Um. But, um, but th- this is where we find out about her past. About we f- we kind of find out about uh, Carol's past a little bit and how she kind of grew up with these two. Um, and how much of an impact they are in, in her life and how she is in theirs. Um, mm-hmm. and I kind of, I kind of got teary eyed during that situation cause it's fun. It's great to see like Monica's character be like, <laughs> like enjoying these memories she and showing her. She looks up to Carol. Carol was like her more, her role model because like they said, they were like, they were air force pilots, but they weren't allowed in the battle. Yeah. Because they were women, so what they had to do was, was in my per- opinion, is way more dangerous than going into oh, battle. Yeah. Is testing experimental. Yeah, that's way more dangerous. Aircraft, like, it's so dangerous as you know, because they all, they fucking thought she died six yeah. years ago. Aliens but, um, could attack your your test plane. Straight, straight up, one hundred percent. Um, and um, but yeah. as we as they're talking uh, and they meet one of the neighbors like of course carol is very suspicious of this of this neighbor she's suspicious of everyone it's dta don't trust anybody they could be scroll yeah. fuck the fuck. niggas that's basically how carol is she doesn't say niggas though yeah <laughs> she doesn't say that though <laughs> fuck those scrolls uh but of course also nick fury is also very um oh my god i just thought of a racial slur for scrolls give it to me fuck them lizards lizards Lizards. lizards. Okay. Fucking lizard. And the scrolls just like lizard. listening to this episode, like, oh my god. I am offended right now. You can make any. I, I forgot who what's what Kimian said it, but you, you can make anything sound like a racial slur. Like, what's up, Tic Tac? You fucking Tic Tac. Oh, but hold up, hold up, calm down, bud. First of all, that sounds like a racial slur for Asian people. It, it really does. does. It does. <laughs> But fucking brownie! Like, oh, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm like, no, I mean, like, 
I'm selling brownies. Like, you want a fucking brownie? Oh, shit. Scared the fuck out of me. What about some pineapple upside down cake? Like, whoa. That sounds a little bit like a homophobic yeah, slur, buddy. It does. I, that does, actually. Like, whoa. Calm it down, buddy. Sounds like um, a sexual move, though, also. You fucking mage? Like, would you call me? Like, oh, I do magic. Oh. <laughs> You're right. Call Sorry. that to Chris, call Chris Angel a mage, and he's like, oh, what the fuck, dude? No, I'm a, I'm a street Whoa. performer. I'm an illusionist. Like, bitch, you is a magic man. <laughs> magic man! Um, um, anyways, back to the story. Um, as, as we let the neighbor go, because we figured, oh, they're not really a scroll, Talos shows up right behind them. In full scroll, scroll. look. And Straight he kind of has one of his scrolls pretend to be Monica. Uh, not pretend to be Monica. Pretend to be uh, Maria. So she can, they can have like a leverage over them just in case something happens yeah. to Talos. And Talos is like, look, I'm just here. I need your help. I found the and black box. Like, I just need your help. That's it. Let me show you something. And they're like, hold the fuck up. Yeah. You tried to kill us. And he's just like, well, I had to do what I had to do to get to her. You know, like, I don't want to kill you. I just got to get Carol. Yeah. Because she can help us. And then, like, help you how and why. So they go to the black box. I, I love, which, I also love, like, like the, the, the communication between the scroll between Talos and everyone else is just like it's it stops being I'm gonna fight you to a more playful banter. Where yeah. it's like and we're, I'm gonna kick you where the sun don't shine. And he's like Do we where's that? And everyone just goes, Your ass. Bro? And I think that's like I think that's great. And but they're able to rein him in because Goose we never said the name of the cat, but the cat's name is Goose. Yeah. Goose shows up, and he is morbidly terrified of the cat. Uh, cannot remember what he calls. I, I forgot what kind of... It's like a, fra- a frailing or something like that? Uh, it was like something A friggin? Friggin. I think it was a friggin. Friggin, yeah. But how, also, how did that How did that alien just stay in Pegasus' lab this whole time? I'm questioning everything. He's terrified of goose. Because yeah. he and knows it's not a cat. He knows that not everything is what it seems with this cat-like creature. But Nick Fury loves this cat. Nick Fury is in love oh, yeah. with goose. Nick Fury is straight up obsessed. He quits doing everything that he's doing just to play with goose. Yeah. It's kind of a um, cute, too cute of a moment. It is. Like it softens Fury. But then I think about it. And I'm just like, this is early. Theory. Yeah. This is before everything. Yeah. So um, we don't know what he's been through in those 15 to 20 years. Yeah. Um, so we uh, we get we get to find out what's in the black box. It's just audio of what happened during the crash. And then this is when uh, Carol's memories start to come back. And she basically figures out that Yon Rog uh shot down their plane with her and uh wendy lawson uh because he wanted the power this is where we also find out that uh 
that Wendy Lawson is actually a Cree scroll character, not Cree scroll, a Cree character named Cree character. Um, Marvel. Which, if you guys don't know, it's uh, it is the original Captain Marvel in the comic books. That is the original Captain Marvel's name. Uh, in the comic books, uh, they are male, but in this movie, uh, Wendy Lawson is a female. And which is like even their name, Wendy Lawson, is a callback because in the comics, their name is Wendell Lawson. Mm. But also, like, they like they mentioned her hair, and I always feel like Captain Marvel, Marvel's hair was always like a big thing about him because he always had this yeah. very beautiful wavy it hair. Was, Squaffed as fuck, it flowed in the wind. It like had a, a zero graviness about it. It was so, it was weird, so weird how his hair just stood. Like um, that. what I, what I, if you guys don't know about the character of Marvel, he is the, um, one of the only, one of the few characters that have died in comics and has actually just stayed dead. Yeah, and he and the way he died was really weird. Because he dies by cancer. And yeah, he gets cancer from I think nerve gas. Yeah, while he was fighting nitro. Yeah, and it's it's just a weird thing because it's it's a it's a force that they could not fight, and that's why it's why it was so prominent. It was such a big storyline because it it is a force that he could not fight or defeat with superpowers. It's just something that he was just dying from. And like there was like a big cover, like if you look it up, Marvel deathbed. There's like a almost every superhero at the time just by his deathbed, just like crying and stuff. They did a little different here. They uh, they made Marvel die, uh, saving well, trying to trying to destroy her her engine, her light speed engine. Yeah, which he had created. Uh, to uh, in her words, end wars. Yeah, end wars. Not start them. Eh. And it's Walter Lawson, not Wendell Lawson. Uh, Had to correct yeah. myself. Walter Lawson. Still so, W. W. Lawson. W. Lawson. Um, and uh, of course, Carol is uh, is upset. This is a person that she considered a friend. Uh, and we find out Yon Rong's the one that killed uh Marvel, and that's. Minerva was also there because it, she had mentioned like, "Have you ever been to C three uh, C 35 And she was like, "Yeah, it's a shithole." Yeah, it's a shithole, yeah. and that's that's why she knows it's a shithole because of that reason. Um, but but we also learned the origins of her abilities of of Captain Marvel, of Carol Danvers, and uh, it all starts when uh, pretty much uh, Wendy tells. Dr. Lawson tells her, uh, destroy the the um, light speed engine before they can get to yeah. it. And she does. And the explosion, uh, instead of killing Carol, she ends up absorbing a vast amount of the energy from that explosion. Yeah. Which ends up giving her her powers, but it also knocks her out unconscious and pretty much she loses all of her memories. Yeah. The, this of course makes Daryl uh Daryl <laughs> makes can- Carol <laughs> Daryl Canvers Daryl Canvers uh, I'm Mapton Carvel. Hello, how's everyone doing today? I swear to God, if there if some <laughs> men out there make a man version of 
Carol Danvers and call him Daryl Canvers, I'll be so upset. Uh, My name is Daryl Canvers. Uh, but Carol is 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 upset because she realizes this person that she trusted was lying this whole time, and it, it this is where we find out that Marvell was helping the scrolls, and it's. And they are actually everything the good is guys. not what yeah, it seems. They're basically the good guys, which is diff, which is like, it threw me through a loop. It threw me for a loop because this movie has been in development for what, like five or six years. Yeah, and it's really interesting that this movie came out now when we're dealing with very similar situations. Mm-hmm all over the world yeah in where there's this large uh borderline imperial government power and it is persecuting and uh mistreating and killing and you know this group of people for not bending to their will yeah and it's basically what the Kree are doing to the scroll. The scroll are portrayed as evil and terrorists, but in truth, we find out the scroll are just they're trying to get away from the Kree. They don't even want to fight them. Mm-hmm. They just want to get away from them and find their own home planet and just be left at peace. And the Kree are dicks. They are dicks. Well, they've always been portrayed as dicks in the comic books. But in the comic books you're also like the the scrolls are always portrayed as just bad guys as well because they they're always trying to take over earth but in this sense of the movie they're essentially just regular people just trying to find the find a home and that's why literally refugees they're literally and that's why it threw me so so off because i've as i've read about the scrolls for so many years they've always been bad guys like they are just a naturally villainous group of people and there's a reason for that. It's not their fault. Like, there's a reason because, like, in the comics, the scrolls, the scrolls as we know them now in the comic books, there were two groups of scrolls. There were uh, the scrolls who descended from the Celestials, mm-hmm. and then there were the scrolls who were descended from the Deviants. Mm-hmm. The scrolls who were descended from the Celestials, who were like the original race that were on the scroll home world. Uh, ended up getting wiped out, and I think there's only one left that you you've heard me talk about. Scroll Prime, yeah. Before. Like I want that guy to come back, um, but there's only one of them left out there, and we don't even know if he's still alive or not. Mm-hmm. And so the race of scrolls that were descended from the deviants, who were portrayed as savage and evil and just naturally um, murderous were the ones who ended up taking over the home world and being the representation of scrolls throughout the universe. And the old scrolls who were originally there were completely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And that's why whenever you think of scrolls in the comic books, you're like bad guys. Yeah. So when I see them in this movie, I'm thinking they're the bad yeah. guys. But it turns out to not be the case at all. At all. They're just, they're just refugees trying to find their own home planet and be left the fuck alone. Cree are just a bunch of blue skin dicks. Yeah. Smurfs. Ooh, racial slur for Crees. Smurfs. Smurfs. Rog ends up finding where Carol is because she has her beacon on. Um, and it find out that it's actually a scroll pretending to be Carol. I feel like they don't care about the other scrolls 
that are with they Talos. Give a shit. They don't. Yeah. Like they willingly sacrifice themselves. Talos must be a great guy to have all these people sacrificing themselves for him. Yeah. Cause shit. He also treats them like shit too. He's like, "Aren't you my scientist? Like he, you're supposed to know this shit." And then and he's just like, "Sorry." Uh, I'm sorry. I can make the ship go into space, though. Yeah, but I'll stay I'm here and I will distract this person. That scroll has no fucking name. He saves everyone's life in that fucking movie, though. He stays behind. He gets killed by fucking Yon Rod. He builds the ship so it'll go into space and they sacrifice him like he's cannon fodder. He needs a name, he needs a grave, and he needs a wing in fucking Harvard University named after him as much as he did for those motherfuckers. Wait, what's, God damn let's it. Let's name him right now. What's, all right, let's name right. him. Call him Dagger, the hero scroll. Dagger, the legend. Recipes Dagger. Recipes Dagger, you did, you did your, your race proud. You saved the lives Every of many. Every step you take. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, I don't know how much I can sing without copyright. So I'm sorry. I think it'd be fine because um, it's a cover, right? Every move you make. Do, 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 every single day. Everyone, every welcome Sting. Dagger's watching you. Dagger's Imagine I had the money to bring Sting on here. <laughs> Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Sting. Look at my tantric sex videos. Oh. <laughs> and here are the police. Oh, shit. It's the actual police and the band. Uh, <laughs> um, anyways. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> I don't know why that's funny to me. Uh, uh, anyways, we find out that um, we find the lab of, of Marvell is just like a hidden is a hidden Kree ship that's been in Earth's orbit for six years plus. Because just just been sitting there, chilling. Nobody's been fucking yeah. with it, and didn't hit any satellites or anything. Nothing. Just been floating through space, not doing shit. And they get in there, and basically Goose leads the way because he's probably the most familiar with the ship. And he's like, "Yo, here's the thing that she used to make the light speed engine." And they go up to it, and they grab it, and they find, we find out, they don't know what it is, but we find out it's the fucking Tesseract. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, shit. But that's not even the most interesting thing that they find in the fucking ship. Because they find, they they see a bunch of stuff on the ship. They're like, why is this pinball machine and TV and all this other stuff? A Fonzie lunchbox. A Fonzie lunchbox. Why is there a hot cup of yeah, coffee? Yeah, Nick. Just Nick really out? like Nick Fury. Like really notices it, and that just shows you like his level of like intuitiveness. He's just like, uh, <clears throat> look at this shit right here, hot coffee. Um, hot coffee pinball. Those people have been up there for six years. How much food is there? I have no clue. We have no clue. We have no clue what the skulls scrolls dietary. Life is like we don't know what they eat. We don't know if they shit. Apparently, we just know that they drink. They drink coffee. They drink fucking coffee. That's all we fucking know. How they ate for six years? Unless okay, okay, it's a big ship. It is. It's a big ship. So there is a possibility that there is six years worth of food up there, but we don't know what the fuck the scrolls eat. We don't know how they eat it. They can shove it up their asses. We don't know nothing. We also don't know what this ship is capable of it could be able to produce food 
That's true. Matter. And there might be a garden. There might be a garden on that ship that we just don't know about, or a farm with scroll cows, yeah. space cows, space cows producing space burgers. We don't know, but we know that there has been a whole refugee camp of scrolls just hanging out on the in Earth's orbit for six years, yeah. waiting for somebody to come find them. And the whole reason that the scrolls were near Earth anyway was to find this ship of people mm-hmm. because uh, Talos's family is on it. And that's the real reason Talos wanted to find this ship. He wanted to find. He didn't want to find the Tesseract. He wanted to find his family. And still throwing me through a loop because at the same time I was like, maybe he's just messing, you know, messing with them. They're like, no, 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 no. He's legit. He's legit. He's like, legit a oh. good guy. Oh, they're the good guys. They are the good guys. Fuck. And as they're getting prepared to get everybody the fuck out of there because they find out that the light speed engine technology is just Carol now. Yeah. Uh, the fucking Cree show up to be dicks. Yeah. And they start doing dick stuff, you know, like being assholes and beating up defenseless scrolls. Yeah. They uh, they then tie Carol up and let her talk to the Supreme Intelligence, who the ultimate Kree, basically, which is in the comics books, yeah. is just a giant head with like three eye with like four eyes and two mouths. I think I've seen it like once. Yeah. I don't but like yeah. in your mind, it's supposed to be who you who you admire the most and so she sees marvell again and i think it's a little bit the way annette benning plays the um plays the supreme intelligence during that moment was really good i really enjoyed her as this hip version of of the supreme intelligence yeah um because it 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 goes to show you what kind of person marvell actually was now that she remembers And it just shows to show you that the Supreme Intelligence is an asshole for using this against yeah. her. Also, I really like that they used, uh, what's their name? Uh, Nirvana. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Come as you are. As you are. And you find out that uh, the Supreme Intelligence also has known all along what the fuck has been going mm-hmm. on, especially with Carol, and that they have been inhibiting her this entire time by keeping her powers in check. So that she can't actually control them and they can control her. But Carol, being stubborn and strong-willed as fuck, breaks free of the Supreme Intelligence control. Mm -hmm. Not only does she break free, she pretty much goes into beast mode with full access to all of her She goes Super Saiyan. No, quite literally. (laughs) She goes Super Saiyan and just starts fucking everybody up. And uh, there's a there was a one scene that I thought was quite funny, where um, it they have a they have Fury and Maria and Goose, and they're scanning them and they scan Goose and they're like, uh, Goose is an extreme threat. Pre- proceed caution, and then they scan Fury and they're like, not a threat at all. And he's like, that scanner must be broken. I don't know what y'all talking about. He's like, this motherfucking bitch. Um. Imagine they scan uh, Maria and they're like, uh, uh, like high risk or something like that. And he's like, what the fuck? Yeah. That'll be the moment he goes, what, what the, the fuck, fuck right fuck? there. Uh, Sex. <laughs> <laughs> um, we also find, uh, so as Carol is like, she, 
she escapes everyone else escapes because her power is like making everything like go haywire and pretty much he grabs a goose nick fury grabs goose and goose grabs the tesseract with its mouth with its tentacles tentacle mouth tentacle shoots out of this cat's mouth and everybody's fucking terrified of it now and then the tentacles come out again and beats the shit out of a bunch it, of cre- it, No, it doesn't even beat the shit out of them. It eats, it eats them. them. It's basically Ben's stomach, but a, a cat. From Ben from uh from uh, Umbrella, Umbrella Academy. Academy. Um Ben the cat comes through, eats a bunch of scrolls, eats the tesseract, and they're like, Well, we have our weapon now. Let's try and help, I guess. Yeah. And they all just, you know, have a nice little shootout with some of the scrolls. Mm-hmm. And you see the main five, they're trying to take on uh, Carol, uh, Carol, but they are having a rough-ass Difficult time. time. There's always times in movies with a, with a hero has to fight multiple people, go through multiple battles within a, a movie, different fight mm-hmm. scenes, and they are, they are physically worn out. That does not happen with Carol at all. There is a reason for that yeah. and i was like gets me there's so many she fights so many people fights an armada basically mm-hmm. and then still has like comes out looking good like, like she just came out of a out of a, a salon she's like right, that was just a warm-up was basically she's like what's good and but yeah she's beating the shit out of everybody uh None of them really give her any trouble. Like Minerva tries, but played by your favorite, uh, what's her name? Gemma Chan. Gemma Chan. Oh, beautiful and, Gemma um, Chan. Come on a podcast, Gemma Chan, Jonas. I love you. Um, I'll be a crazy. But, uh, I'm not rich though. Cringe. Um, <laughs> uh, but they are just decimated by her and she like there's nothing that they can do and as um the scrolls are trying to escape they think that they get cornered well uh, uh fury and maria think that they get cornered by some of the kree come to find out it's just talos mm-hmm. in disguise trying to get his people off of there and when they finally get to the jump ship uh he takes all of the other kree out and they try to make their escape but Right when the door's about to close, fucking uh, Norin, whatever the fuck his name is, Yanrog. Yanrog. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm, I'm legit. Can't remember. His you're name. you're he's calling him f- Nor. You're calling him Nora Vell, which is the name of the second Captain Marvel, which is the young version of Captain Marvel. You mean Marvel Boy? Yeah, Marvel Boy. Oh. Yeah, I am kind of saying Norvar. I keep picturing him too. He's cool. His his outfit's so cool. I want to see him. In yeah. The um. But uh, yeah. He shoots. He gets shot. He he gets shot, and they're like, "Oh my god, are you okay?" And he's like, "I'm fine." Um. But the ship gets off of the other ship, and they're trying mm-hmm. to make their escape. But <sighs> here, here he comes, being a dick again being a fucking asshole and uh god how did carol get into the air i can't even remember like doesn't she jump like on he, his she, ship? she she jumps on a ship it, the ship drops because it's a drop ship yeah 
And they enter the atmosphere. And she, like Jonas, like Jonas was joking, saying she went Super Saiyan, but it's she literally goes Super Saiyan at this point because she learns that she can fucking fly. Yeah. And they see her. Not oh, there's one little detail that we forgot to mention. Um, Jan Rog uh called uh Ronan the Accuser. Yeah. To basically carpet bomb Earth. <laughs> yeah. And Which I was like, what the the amount of stuff he he fires, the amount of missiles he fires, it feels like it wouldn't do that much damage to the area because he just aims for one area. Yeah, but I feel like once that. I feel like those missiles are strong enough to where if a bunch of them hit a concentrated area, it would spread out and end up destroying the Earth. Because It just seems weird. Because that planet that they were on in the beginning of the movie, that got bombed by them too, and it was nothing but ruins left there. Mm. So... I'm sure I, I I missed I missed a lot of the beginning because my uh, my job decided to text me and tell like ask me questions and I was like uh, guys it's my day off and they're like Jonas uh, about those gains bro and you're like guys uh, uh. but um, no it wasn't about that it was like scheduling stuff I'm like, guys uh, it's my day off can I just like guys I'm trying to watch a movie like come on come on yeah. fuck but um, um yeah uh. Basically, the accusers show up, and they're about to bomb the shit out of Earth. And uh, Carol notices this, and does does it? What? How can I explain this scene? Um, Carol does the thing. No, Carol answers the question that people have been asking since Infinity War came out. Mm-hmm. Which is, can she take Thanos? Mm-hmm. And in this scene, even prior to this scene, they're given answers to this question. But in this scene particularly, the answer is given in that we literally watch this woman mm-hmm. go full. She goes. Super Saiyan God Super Saiyan doesn't turn blue, just keeps being a yellowish glowy color and she pretty much takes on an alien armada by her fucking self. She blows up a ship by flying through it. My dick was so hard. I was like, I can't, because you, you, you know that there's a Gundam movie coming out. I hope it has yeah. this levels of shit, because that looked good. I was like, the Gundam movie better be good if they get industrial light and magic to do that shit. Um, ILM. By the way, someone from ILM, someone that used to work at ILM followed me on Instagram, so I followed them back. I'll be able to like, pick their brains and shit. Hey, tell um, me about working on Captain Marvel, please. Um, but th- you also have to remember, she was just in a fight with five other people taking them on and, and I, she still has enough energy to take on an armada like i don't think carol has slept in two days because this takes place <laughs> over the course of two days yeah and she's just 
she's literally the fucking Energizer Bunny. I'm surprised that that reference didn't come up in the movie. Like, just an Energizer Bunny, she just keeps going and going and going. You just see it going and going. Like, it would have been a good gag. Um, yeah. But she blows up a ship with her body. She doesn't even shoot it. She just blows it up with her body, and she just gets up in front of the main ship that has Ronan in it, and she's like, she literally goes, what? <laughs> and Ronan's got something to say. And Ronan's like, who, who we leaving? <laughs> yeah. We're coming back later. And they're like, for the light speed machine? And he's like, no, for the woman. Yeah. Which he doesn't. He does not come back later. We don't know. He doesn't come back later. We don't know if he does, but he definitely don't come back to Earth later. Um, but she runs All off right. an alien armada. Mm-hmm. With her bear powers. Mm-hmm. Basically saying, yes, I can take on Thanos. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. <laughs> There's your answer, men. I know you guys wanted to know the answer to this question, so I'm going to give it to you right now. Yes, I will beat the shit out of Grimace. Yes, I will stomp a hole into his chest. Yes, I will save the universe. Suck my fucking dad. And then- <laughs> what's, your, what's your friend's name that that's always wrong about everything i'm not gonna say his name let's call him uh mr wonderful because that's what he likes to call himself mr what mr wonderful he says he named himself after a wrestler whose name he is- named himself he, he named himself he that. nicknamed himself mr wonderful after the wrestler mr wonderful paul orndoff and i'm just like but he's not even your favorite wrestler <laughs> <laughs> that just reminds me of my old roommate in, in Florida named himself Tim the Sexy Asian. He named himself the sexy... He was... No, he was not very sexy at all, guys. I can tell you that right. I know what sexy men look like. No. Jonas looks in the mirror. He knows. Tim is not Jonas. <laughs> That's your fucking <laughs> <laughs> uh, Anyways. Uh, Mr. Wo- I, that's That's basically telling Mr. Wonderful, look at me. Fuck your guillotine. Fuck guillotine. Bitch. Fuck guillotine. Fuck Moon Knight. Fuck Venom. They cannot take on the nose. I don't I don't think your your friend reads comic books. I think he just sees these people and is like, oh, okay. No, he does read them. He just picks and chooses. He doesn't like find out the proper information or he bases his information off of video games that he's played. Which is, I've told him he's dumb. He knows he's he dumb. He doesn't. He doesn't even bring up guillotine anymore. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I mean, you know, you said his name on the podcast. Fuck it. I know, but hopefully, people will look for it because it, it's somewhere. I don't even know what episode it is. They will um, look for it. They're cowards. <laughs> um, but back to the movie. She uh, she runs off an alien armada. And then she goes back down to Earth to go find Jan Rog. Did I say it right? Mm-hmm. Jan Rog. And he's pulling out his weapons like he's ready to go. And he's like, oh, yeah. Let's do it. And, but then he's like, I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I knew that you could potentially master your powers. I knew. But the only way that you could truly master your powers is if you beat me right here, right now, no powers, let's go. And she does the thing that we all knew she was going to do, but we prayed that we weren't sure, but we we were like, please do it. Please do it. He does not deserve 
a fair fight and she blasts the shit out of him. Yeah. Honestly, if I had that power, that's what I would do. I'm trying to win a fight. You know what I mean? Like, fuck you. I don't need to prove Someone... anything. She literally <laughs> goes, I don't need to prove anything to you. Yeah. Um, she also like does, so someone put in a, made a tweet like, uh, images for Captain Marvel out of context. Mm-hmm. And someone put the Indiana Jones shooting the guy with the sword doing the Kung Fu. <laughs> <laughs> so basically the exact same scene. Um, so she sends off, she, she keeps Marvel, uh, not Marvel. She keeps yon alive and says, uh, go back home. And he's like, I can't go back home. Empty handed. He goes, you're not. You tell you tell the Supreme Intelligence, I'm coming after this. I'm ending this fucking war. It's done. Pretty much. And then, like, just sends him out. And uh, what? I forget what happens after that. Like everyone, everyone lives happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everybody says their goodbyes. Uh, Maria goes home with Monica. Um, Monica gives her gives uh, Carol her jacket back. And Carol flies off in space. And she leads the scrolls into the light speed to a new home planet. Yeah. And uh, that's pretty much the end of the movie. Oh, right uh, there. we also find out what happened to Nick Fury's eye during this moment. We do. So as he's we talking to a lot to, of things in this moment, actually. Yeah. As he's talking to uh, as as they escape, they defeat they defeat Minerva. Like uh, Maria defeats Minerva with some great maneuvering. <laughs> there's a dog fight in this part of the movie i forgot about it yeah which was a really good dog fight and like i said this ship does not look like it can make those maneuvers but it fucking maneuvers the shit out of it, that fucking canyon wherever they are yeah um so uh, when they finally figure out okay we're safe we're good nick fury is talking to goose like he's the little baby that he is and then goose scratches him on the eye and she's like, uh, Maria's like, are you okay? He goes, yeah, it's just a scratch. And then you just hear Talos go, oh, no. <laughs> like, like it's supposed to be a comedy beat, but it doesn't feel like it. It is kind of, because the whole theater busted out laughing when that part happened. And I was like. Really? Mine didn't. Mine did. They were like, oh, is that how he there loses was... his eye? <laughs> yeah. There was a guy that was always trying to start a clap like start a crowd clap because like when you see captain marvel in her red and red and blue suit you just hear one guy <laughs> no one's no one else is clapping like, cut it bro cut it you're done <laughs> you're done stop it he did it he did it another time and i was just like it's still not happening dude you're you're not you're not he's like that g- what movie is it where the guy is constantly trying to start a slow is it not another teen teen movie yeah which not is another like- team movie and everybody's just like, like no. no. And Sabrina, the teenage witch, comes out of nowhere and is just like, no. Takes his moment. Yeah. Does the slow clap. Um, but, uh, yeah. Uh, we find out that not only does Talos, not Talos, Goose scratch out Cat, uh, Nick Fury's eye, but we learn the name, or the origin of the name, of the Avengers Initiative. Where yes. we see, because it was initially going to be called the Protector Initiative. Yeah. But he sees a picture of Carol when she was a pilot, and like all of their planes have code, or they all have code names. Like uh, Marvel, uh, Wendy Lawson, her code name was Pegasus. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I guess they had named a whole agency after her. They or, they did name uh, Monica, uh, Maria, Maria hers is Rambeau, Photon. Photon. Yeah, yeah. Hers is Photon. And they see that Carol's, uh, the nickname of hers is Avenger. So he calls his initiative the Avengers Initiative because he tells Coulson yeah. we need to find... We more need people. More, more. He's like, more weapons? He's like, no, more people with abilities. Like, they're out there. They yeah. gotta be. And it seems so weird because throughout this whole movie, Nick Fury has been this lighthearted uh, guy that's, like, kind of being hitting the quips just like Carol is and mm-hmm. being, like, funny. He's almost like a comedic beat in this movie. Like a comedic, uh, what do you call it? Uh, he's the, he's, like, he's. I was gonna say he's like the the comedian to Carol's straight man. Yeah, but they kind of switch back and forth throughout the movie. Yeah, um, but it's like almost in an instant when they change to this scene where he's setting up the Avengers Initiative. He's the most serious person now, and I think it's because when he starts out, the, out. <laughs> one, uh, two, because like this is their first encounter with anything extraterrestrial the way that they're making it seem like they're mm-hmm. shield and they're made to deal with these weird threats but this is like they're because they don't believe that the scroll are a thing they don't believe mm-hmm. they they know that this woman is strange she might have abilities but they don't know that they don't think that she's from space and then mm-hmm. as time goes on they start to prove these things and she they're like oh shit this is way bigger than we thought so he's starting to realize all right there's more to this world. It's time to buckle down and get some work done. Like mm-hmm. it's this is kind of like a transitional period for Nick Fury. And like there's one thing that this movie did that I didn't expect it to do. It made me want like a series of young Nick Fury movies. Like just oh, to I... see what happens to him along the way before he becomes like the Nick Fury we know. Yeah, it's it, it, I I definitely would like that too. But like you said, in our group text, we got the uh, we have the uh, David uh, David Hasselhoff um, oh, yeah, Nick we Fury do. movie. Forget about those those David Hassel that David Hasselhoff Nick Fury movie. Can't speak. David Hasselhoff Fury movie from the. 90s. If you guys don't know, there there is an old nineteen eighties. I think it's Nick 90s. Fury movie. I think it's nineties. Yeah. I think it came out like ninety five. Late know. early nineties, late eighties. Nick Fury movie sorry David Hasselhoff as Nicholas Fury it's so weird that that exists and it has no it is it's so, it's so weird that they were like let's make a Nick Fury movie back then like I don't remember him being that prominent ever none of them were because in the 90s no one gave a shit about Marvel it was all about that's DC. when that's when the when Marvel Comics was actually at their lowest yeah in the 90s because like a lot of the things that existed at the time, it was Marvel's attempt to get back into the limelight. The whole reason that Marvel versus Capcom exists, those video games, is because Capcom was the hottest shit in the video gaming world. And Marvel's IP was mm-hmm. really easy to access. It was really cheap because they weren't very popular. And that kind of helped push Wolverine and out because Marvel was kind of like the... It wasn't indie. But it was like the closest thing to indie that you could get without going full on like Dark Horse or Top Cow or I uh is it Icon? No. The one with the I. Image. 
image. image. Um, and like a lot of those, like Todd McFarlane, uh, the guy who draws people with weird spines. <laughs> What's his name? Weird spines. Oh, Create- or you mean weird body parts? Yeah. Um, uh, Rob Liefeld. Yeah, like all those guys, they were like, like they weren't going to DC because DC was the big one. DC had Superman, Batman, all these guys. Marvel had nothing. They had TV shows that nobody wanted to watch. They had movies that no one wanted to see because there was a Captain America movie. I think it was a TV movie as well. Mm-hmm. Like I think the biggest thing that came out on Marvel television wise was probably The Incredible Hulk. Mm. Which is, you know, shocking. Yeah. But um like okay. Marvel was not popular. It wasn't. Um so there are there are two end credit scenes. Uh let's talk about the the post post credit scene which is it doesn't it's just there to have and it's the uh we finally uh goose finally throws up the uh the tesseract i honestly was hoping i was like okay this is how they get the tesseract back but in my heart in my heart i wanted him to like barf up one of the one of the scroll one of the kree warriors like an arm or something no the whole body i wanted the whole body to just come out of its mouth i would have been like that would have been great but um then we have a mid credit scene which ties into Endgame, and it is the pager that she gives to Nick Fury in the movie that's supposed to contact her um, wherever. It turns off, and uh, Captain America, Black Widow, uh, the Hulk, Hulk. And, um, War and, and War Machine are there. They're just like, oh, what do we do? It turned off. And uh, Black Widow's like, I don't... Just turn it back on. I want to know who's on the other end of that. And then she turns around, and there's Captain Marvel. Where's Fury? That's all she says. In a new, it kind of looks like a new suit, right? I mean, the shoulders. It kind of looked like a new gold. suit. Yeah, it kind of looked like a new suit. Her hair was definitely different, so she's it was longer, aged kind of, yeah. but not it looks really. exactly the same. Hey, Creep blood, Creep blood, Creep blood, and superpowers. Creep blood, bloods, cruds. Um, it could also be the it could be the photon uh, light speed powers that make her young. I think that's probably what it is because Marvel because okay if it was Cree blood, then it makes me question how old Marvel actually was. How old what? Sorry. How old Marvel actually was because mm. if the Crees naturally age, I think I think Cree naturally age slower than other races, mm-hmm. but. It's, you're probably right that it's um, the light speed tech, uh, energy within her. Yeah. From the Tesseract. Like, she's. And she is also the second. No. No, she's the first instance we've seen of someone getting powers from one of the stones, right? Yes. Yeah. So. The second, the second being uh, Rodin, right? Technically. Oh, yeah, because he puts the thing into his hammer. Yeah. Um, well, he also grabs it, he does grab it. He does grab it. It was supposed to destroy him, but it did. Um, it just corrupted him more. I just wanted to see. I'm trying to remember how did they get the tesseract in in Captain America? Where was the tesseract at the end of the movie? Um, 
the Stroker, Ron Stroker had it. Okay. And it and went he, down with him. And Captain America, yeah. right? Yeah. No, 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 no. Who? Because it ended up with him because they had it in the scepter. Mm-hmm. And I remember them having the scepter with it in it. And then we see uh, Wanda and Pietro being in prison for whatever reason. Um, no, but where was it? Be- because it was in Avengers. It was in the first Avengers movie. Didn't it go down with Red Skull? Yeah, but then, okay, so if it went down with Red Skull, then S.H.I.E.L.D. got Captain America out of the ice, right? Along with the Tesseract. I'm trying to remember if that was actually the case. Because where was it when they first see it? Like, it was in, was it in the first Avengers movie? Yeah, it was the crux of the... (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) What was that? I swallowed a candy. (laughs) God oh my god I was so scared I was so scared what just happened (sighs) oh my god it was small (laughs) enough to be able to go down that's how I was like oh shit but it's it's good I thought you were transforming for a second there nah nah I'm good let me drink some water are you okay yeah okay let's drink something (laughs) so no it was in the it was in Captain America because that's what the Red Skull had as a weapon I feel like they just, you know, they recon the shit out of it. Um, I kind of want to look. There's a long history of the Tesseract right here from some news website. Um, Captain America, First Avenger. Uh, Johann Schmidt, the Red Skull, said that the First Avenger, said in the First Avenger film, that the Tesseract was once a jewel of Odin's treasure room. So, he finds it in a box... Where it is kept hidden until the Red Skull found it in World War II, though he hoped to channel the Tesseract's power to blow up, well, the entire world. Red Skull didn't keep the item long. There's an indication that Schmidt was rejected as unworthy at any rate. He was shot into space, and the Tesseract is kind of famous for shooting things across space. In Infinity War... Schmidt confirms that Thanos that he was exiled from Earth via the Tesseract was personal. Meanwhile, in the 1940s, Steve Rogers crashes a plane into the ocean with the Tesseract on board. So they find him with it on board. Uh, Tony Stark's dad, Howard. Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening. So how did he get Uh, it in the 90s? Stark and other characters... Uh, charter members of S.H.I.E.L.D. then started Project Pegasus. Oh, okay. okay. So they started Pegasus where they studied the Tesseract in a top secret sub- subterranean research facility in an unspecified location in the Mojave Desert. They saw the location blow up in we saw the location blow up in the in the Avengers but it was still pristine condition when Carol Danvers and Nick Fury went to visit it in Captain Marvel. So, like, she got it through that project Mm -hmm. that Howard and them started through S.H.I.E.L.D. So I I guess that's why, um, yeah. I guess that's why uh, um, 
Fury had, you know, access to Pegasus because Pegasus is an offshoot of shit. Yeah. Okay. Which is a detail that I wouldn't have remembered from those older movies. Because I do remember them saying something about Project Pegasus before. But vaguely. It was like in the very first Captain America movie, I think. I don't remember. Because I think, I think Agent Carter helped start it up. Hmm. <clears throat> yeah, now it does, now it does but, um, sound familiar. When you say Agent Carter. When you mention her, it does sound familiar now. I don't know why. Because um, I never watched that show. I didn't either. God, if that if 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 Project Pegasus is a prominent part of the it it Peggy Carter show, and I haven't watched it, I'm gonna be upset. But um, I know they started Shield. Pegasus probably came, you know, just because they were like, "Well, let's find out how this thing can shoot stuff across space." How it can shoot stuff across space? Yeah. Well, they didn't know it shot stuff across space, but they were like, let's find out what this thing can do. And I guess Pegasus ended up keeping it. And mm-hmm. in the 90s, Marvel ended That's up working for Pegasus. No, it's not. She didn't even really steal it. Well, she, yeah, she stole it, but she's a member of Pegasus. That's so weird. It's, it's a very confusing background story. This is going to be a long episode. Yeah, it is. We should probably... I'm, we're done with the movie, though. We can cut it now. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so we do have some DMs. Okay. Well, we got? I think we'll have one DM. Uh-huh. And it's from uh, El Tupacabra. El Tupacabra. El Tupacabra. What's up? And what up? He says, how do you feel about the face turn for the scrolls? I don't know I if he... The... Does he mean, like, the... Their face face term is a wrestling term, where they become good guys. Oh, okay. Hmm. Didn't know that. Yeah. But I like yeah. Wrestling. There's a heel turn and there's a face turn. Heel turn means you're going bad. Face turn means you're good now. Hmm. Learn something new every day, guys. Um, I do. I really liked it because it threw me. It it threw me off, but in a good way. Like, I'm yeah. like Wow. That that's a great way to turn like make characters different. Because it's very rare that you see a scroll become a good guy and their name isn't Scro- Super Scroll, and even still, he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Um, but that's about but it. Yeah. I only had the one, well, only one DM. I honestly did not expect that to happen in any way, shape, or form. I thought yeah. that it was just going to be like the scrolls are this tyrannical race of assholes, and the Kree are. I was just like, I know the Kree aren't going to be completely good guys. Like, there's going to be something. There's got to be something. It's gotta be something. It's gotta be something. Anyways, guys, that's it. Uh, Rex, what are you enjoying this week? This week, uh, I also saw Battle Angel Alita. Yeah. Um, or Alita Battle Angel. And, Do you think uh, uh, you should you should watch it five times like uh, Big Boy Snacks did? No. <laughs> like I liked it, but I don't need to watch it again. <laughs> I'll, um, I'll watch it eventually. I, I don't have the mindset to want to watch it right away. Mm, I, I got you. I had to know because everybody was praising it. And I was like, oh, okay. Did not know it was Robert Rodriguez, though. Yes, it is Robert Rodriguez. Um, it was initially going to be James Cameron. But he 
didn't have time because he's <clears throat> being a dick about superhero movies. Too busy directing Avatar. <laughs> I I don't get that. James Cameron, it was not that good of a movie. It was alright. It's Space Pocahontas. <laughs> it really is. But it focused on the John Smith character. Um God, that's so much blue face in that movie. Good God. What are they, Cree? <laughs> no. Get it? Because we just watched a movie about we the Kree. We just watched Warrior. a movie about the Kree. But, um, Battle Angel Alita is alright. It just, there's some stuff that bogs it down. But, yeah. Other than that, uh, just been listening to a lot of My mm. Brother, My Brother and Me podcasts. And, uh, I got my. I don't know if I ever mentioned this on the last podcast, but I had to send part mm. of my switch off to get fixed. Like two different parts. Mm. And they came back and they're fixed now and they work. But then I then my switch slid on the floor and uh, the opposite part that was working is starting to act <laughs> weird now. <laughs> um, I haven't touched my switch know. since. Um, oh, no. That was like a couple days ago. But it's it's working fine, I think. It, it's fine. Even so, I have another part that I can use, okay. another Joy-Con that I can use if I need to get that okay. other part sent off to get fixed. Well, and it's still as long as you can play Fire Emblem cool. when it comes out. Yeah. In July. Um, Something came out. Should we do nerdy news or is this, uh, I mean, should we just call it an episode? Go ahead. <laughs> give, me, give me that nerdy news. Um, some. Something got announced today. Um, I think I just can't remember what. Well, I know mm-hmm. Devil May Cry Five came out today. Um, people are really hyped for that. I am hyped to watch it because I don't think I'm good enough to play those games. Um, You're looking for something that came out recently. Uh, Mortal Kombat's coming out in a couple weeks. People are mm-hmm. rock hard for that. As am I. I love Mortal Kombat. And have you seen those videos of, like, Johnny Cage? I saw your tweet about it. Go and look up the video. Just look up Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat 11 Fatality and watch his fatality. Johnny Cage, repeat it one more time. Johnny Cage Mortal Kombat 11 Fatality. Okay. It is possibly because you know what fatalities are for Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. Um, of it is probably the greatest fatality of all time. All right, I will you have that. to listen to it too, but don't do it now. Um, what else was there? Something else? Shazam comes out next month. Yeah. Us comes out next month. Then. Or is it this month? Two months. It could, I think it's this month. March? I think it might be. Yeah, I think it's this month. Avengers comes out next month. I thought it comes out in May. No, Avengers comes out in April. Oh, shit. Um, Far From Home comes out in July, I think. My nieces were... We were watching the previews, and Far From Home came up, and my niece is like, How is he alive? How is he alive? I'm like... He's alive. Like, that's the point of the movie. Like, 
he survives the the Avengers and uh, Endgame, and then she's like, "Does that mean everyone else is alive?" I was like, "Oh, I can't say that." Mm. We don't know my, who's alive and who's dead. We just know Spider Man makes it. Good job. My nieces are so innocent. Uh, yeah, April twenty sixth. Endgame right. comes out. Guys, Bye. be ready for that episode. We should get a we should get a guest on that episode. We should. We gotta find someone. Let's someone. try to get Matt on this on that episode. Matt is not gonna watch Avengers Endgame. Yeah. <laughs> um. I try so hard to get Matt to do things. Oh. You can't. You can't make the post do anything. It's the post, <laughs> baby. The post does what it wants. Post. The post. the post don't move. The post don't move. The post just keep on going, baby. Um. Uh, well, this week I have just been joining, enjoying uh, Ghost Adventures. I've just been rewatching them. I think yeah, they're great. You mentioned that, like you've been on a Ghost Adventures kick this week. Yeah, it's a it's a good show. It's just a fun show to watch. Like, if there's any kind of ghost, if I want to, if I want to go on a Ghost Adventure, I want to go on one of those. Hey man, I'm not I'm not judging you. I've watched a couple episodes. It's not bad. Just a bunch of dude bros antagonizing specters. Yeah. Which, By the way, how's know, the ghost at your place? I don't have no ghost in here. There's a ghost in there. I'm going to catch an EVP one of these days. Okay. Good luck with that. Really one, really quick, just ask there, just like, hey, are there any ghosts here? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> if they are, I don't want to know about them. We living in peace. We chilling. We chilling. Um... And then that ghost is like, wait, you asked where I, if I was here? I'm here. Time to get agitated. What up, y'all? It's me, your boy, the Spectre. The Spectre. Like, uh, that's what I call myself. Um, but that's about it, really. I, I haven't really. I I need to watch more shows. It's just hard to find something that to really enjoy. True, I feel that. Uh what I want to. I, I I have a new coworker. Sweet girl, sweet girl. She's she's one of my favorite new coworkers because she actually knows she actually has work ethics, mm-hmm. and that's what I enjoy uh, is when someone actually shows up for work and knows how to do their job. Uh, but she's like, I I want to be a detective when I grow up, and I was like, Yo, you watch anime? She's like, No, nah, not really. Well, I was like, You need to start watching Detective Conan though, because that yeah. show is the shit. Because <laughs> she's like, I love solving mysteries. And I was like, Watch Detective Conan. Detective Conan's weird. It's weird, but I, I, they have good mysteries on there, dude. It does, but it's weird because he could have been an adult years ago. <laughs> he could have. And he's just like, ah, I'll stay a child. Yeah. And I'm uh, like, <laughs> I solved mysteries better as a child. Um, but that's about it, guys. You guys can find Rex at R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A- R-O-S-S-A. I had to slow down for that one because it's been a while. I feel like it's been a while since I just said your your username. There's like three letters in there that you just blended together. R-E-X-T-E-S-T-A-R-O-S-S-A. And I was like, hmm. It seems like he's cheating a little bit. I'll let it slide this week. You can find him on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, I don't know Tumblr. If you guys still do, t- if anyone still does Tumblr, I don't think anyone does Tumblr anymore. Now that the porn's gone, I don't use Tumblr like that anyway. Uh, there are artists on Tumblr, so if you see an artist on Tumblr, go support them. But if mm-hmm. 
don't ask them to draw naked pictures because, well, they can, but they're not going to do it on Tumblr. So go support their Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you can follow Jonas at J-O-N-A-S-T-Y-D-R-A-W-Z. He's on Twitter. He's on Instagram. He's uh, drawing. You can get some art from him. Commission mm-hmm. that art, baby, because he's, he's, he's drawing it, and he'll draw it for you. Uh, not anything. I don't think he'll just draw. I, I won't Oops, draw. I won't draw a dick. Yeah, he ain't gonna draw unless no. unless it's attached to something. He ain't gonna draw just like a sea of dicks. Yeah. Or or dick butt or something. He's gonna. If someone was like, I'll pay you two hundred dollars to draw like eleven by seventeen sea of dicks, I'll be like, okay, I'll do it. Like, man, you just gonna pay me to draw these penises? Fuck, dude. Fine, dude. I'll do it. Um, Before we leave, quick shout out to Shoops and Horse Hoops. They just reached 100,000 downloads. Congrats to that motherfucker. Uh, She was killing it in the the podcast game. Um, Listen to... uh, We're going to have a special guest soon, Mike Bennett. Um, He has a a podcast coming out that just came out called Killer Tofu. It is on... uh, Everything it's on uh it's on iTunes, it's on um Spotify. I need to get on that Spotify game. <laughs> I, I've been lazy. Um You can also follow us at RJU Podcast on Twitter and now on Instagram. And if you have any questions, concerns, or anything like that, you can email us at uh the universe RJ at gmail.com. DM us, baby. We taking your questions and We're taking your questions, bitch. Um, but Rex, you want to lead us out? Hey, everybody. We appreciate you coming out to the universe of Jordan and Rex and Jonas and enjoying talking to us about some movie that we saw that we thought was cool. And, uh, we just appreciate you taking out the time of your day to spend borderline, uh, two hours with us and, uh, you know, email us, let us know what you think of the podcast. If you heard something you'd like let us know. Tell us we're doing a good job. If you heard something you didn't like, let us know. We'll try to improve. Leave us a rate, a comment, and a review. And uh, But if you heard something on this podcast today that just absolutely blew your motherfucking mind, I hope your wig ain't get flipped.